Hey guys, Gilbert Abraham here. I am excited about this podcast episode today. I had a chance to sit down with my good friend Andrea. She went deep in terms of her journey as an entrepreneur and the reason why you should always take the meeting. So check it out. Let me know what you think. Enjoy. Welcome to Small Biz Tips with My Connections with your host, Jules Abraham, where he invites successful six-figure or seven-figure entrepreneurs on the show to share their journey, their failure, their lessons, and tips that can help and inspire up-and-coming entrepreneurs. Hey, everyone. This is Jules Abraham. Welcome to the Small Biz Tips podcast. Today, I am so excited. I have a genius among us. Her name is Andrea Wachowski. Andrea, welcome. How are you? Thank you so much, Jobert. I'm good. I'm so excited to be here today. That's awesome. I can't wait to hear knowledge and a little bit of nuggets you can share with everyone. So to get the ball started, what I love to do is for you to share a bit more about you and your business. So go. <laughs> okay, great. So you had asked me earlier um, that I had a background in healthcare. So I'll tell you yeah. kind of how that started and how I got into what I'm doing today. Um, I graduated many years ago, too many that I want to share, and <laughs> <laughs> graduated with a degree in what was called at the time health information management, mm -hmm. which basically allowed me to be a registered record administrator. So mm. before um, medical records that were electronic, you go yeah. into a healthcare facility and everything is on paper, big folders of wow. paper, right? It's time consuming. <laughs> totally. And a registered record administrator is basically the person who is in control over all of the records. Um, so I had a great degree. I came oh. out of college on a Friday and on Monday, I was an assistant director of medical records reporting. Nice. I had 13 people reporting to me, Jeez. Oh which my is God. amazing. I was this 22 year old kid with uh, <laughs> 13 people <laughs> reporting to me and I moved up the ranks and I wanted to be a director. And in a year I became a director of uh, HIP health plan, which was nice. in uh, New Jersey at the time. They're no longer around. And then I had a brief stint in law school for a year, decided that I didn't want to be a lawyer anymore. Wait, hold on a second. You went to law school. So you were managing 13 people at 22 years old, got promoted in like a year, and then went to law school and said, oh, I don't want to do law school anymore. So wait, what happened? What, what, what caused that shift? Yeah. So when I was, as a, as a medical record administrator, yeah. you're the person responsible for um, testifying on behalf mm -hmm. of the medical records, that they are the tried and true ah. medical records, that nobody has had access to them in the case of a malpractice lawsuit. So I had the opportunity to um, go to court and mm -hmm. testify on behalf of the healthcare system. And it was super interesting to me. And I had this crazy idea that I was going to go to law, to law school and I was going to mm -hmm. become a risk management lawyer. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So I did um, for a year. And then I very quickly, you know, nothing against lawyers, but very quickly decided that I did not want to be a lawyer. Mm. And I left after a year and I got a job with Aetna US Healthcare. And I thought right. that it was super interesting that I could take my healthcare experience and start working for a company, but I was um, a salesperson. They okay. hired me as an entry level salesperson, but I was in healthcare. And so that was always kind of my passion. Yeah. And they trained the hell out of me and they taught me how to be a really good salesperson. They That's send amazing. you to Bluebell, Pennsylvania for three weeks and they just train you on 
wow. overcoming objections and product knowledge and how to be a good salesperson. And you come out of there, you know, kind of like a rock star salesperson. It was really awesome. That's been, that's amazing. I think because you went through that intensive program, it kind of prepped you for where you are now, right? A hundred percent. It was the best foundation for what I'm doing today, which is, you know, 25 years later. And I didn't obviously realize it at the time. <laughs> That's amazing. So tell me more fast forward. You know, okay. So now we fast forward. That was my beginning of sales. The last 15 years before I started shift, mm -hmm. I was the head of sales for a mid-sized creative agency. Mm. And um, in that role, I had, I was the front line of talking with marketers of yeah. mid to large size businesses, understanding their needs mm -hmm. and trying to sell, you know, creative solutions. Yeah. And that was great for a really long time and, until it wasn't. And then I decided <laughs> that I wanted to go out on my own. And I left with a partner of mine, mm. who's my partner today. He was actually the head of technology nice. and sales and technology combined together. And we started shift. Wow. So hold on. I got a couple questions here. Sure. Working in that role for 15 years, there's a lot of people starting businesses now and they have side hustles or they're starting slowly and not fully dipping all the way in. Did you guys just go quit and then the next day start the business or how did that process work? So we definitely, when, when we had the idea that we wanted to start the business, um, you know, we were working somewhere gotcha. else, but it was a, a lot of conversations, nights and weekends and nice. trying to think about, you know, how, how this was going to work and, and what that was going to be. Um, it's very hard to have that clean break. I think yeah. when anybody leaves a job, whether you're starting your own business or you're leaving a job to go to another job, mm -hmm. there's definitely some, some overlap in the conversation yeah. and the, and the change. Right. Um, and so when we started the business, one of the main reasons why we started it is based on the knowledge of what I felt like mm. was lacking mm. in marketing. Mm. And that was authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. So is that how the name shift came about? It really is. It was really a way to have people shift their perceptions of mm. marketing, to shift how they're doing things, to think about things differently. Um, to not be afraid of change and yeah. doing things a little bit different. And that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how we started the name. That's how we started the business. And it really came down to this um, feeling of wanting to work with marketers to help them create brand loyalty mm. in a more authentic way when they're marketing their business products or services. I, I think that's, that's an amazing concept because nowadays, because of social media and the ability to communicate with brands, that uh, being able to have that authenticity is a, is a value add for any brand. So, so I'm curious, yeah. uh, you know, you guys started the business as a partner. Uh, what have you seen in terms of brands that you're attracting to you? Uh, what kind of verticals have you guys been working with? Kind of give us a little bit of details there. Sure. So one of the things that we that I think we've been very lucky about is that we consider ourselves to be industry agnostic. Um, mm. We can really work with anybody. When you think about strategy, and that's really to, to get that authenticity, you can't yeah. go right into tactical execution. You have to start strategically. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where we try and start our conversations when we're talking to any marketers, who are you trying to reach? Where are they? How do they like to be communicated? Where do mm. they hang out to consume content? 
What do you know about them? Why are they engaging with your brand versus your competitor? That's all that strategic conversation. Yeah. And when you take a strategy like that and a, and a conversation like that, which sometimes we refer to like understanding the voice of your customer, when, when you package all that up, that can be overlaid on top of any industry. So it allows us to have a nice variety of people that I can work with. So awesome. I've done some work for a large uh, national food service company. We've done some work for um, healthcare, life sciences. I even did some strategy work for a local veterinary hospital. Huh. Anybody How was that? Who, that was awesome. <laughs> that was really super fun. Um, you know, you're in a meeting and there's dogs running around and... <laughs> You hear the barking, you know, in the background, awesome. um, but they needed help from a digital standpoint. They didn't really understand where they fit in the competitive yeah. landscape. And so we were able to kind of help them find their niche. Mm. What we were also able to do with them was help them understand that just because Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat mm -hmm. are out there, that doesn't mean that they have to be on all of them. Yeah, that's, that's right? a big point. A lot of businesses think they need to be everywhere because they heard it from somebody. Right. And it doesn't always work <laughs> for that. hundred percent, you know? So um, it seems like you work with a lot of consumer brands and B2B brands now uh, growing a business, right? It, there's a lot of challenges, uh, I'm sure, especially with COVID this past year, a lot of people have gone through a lot. So what has been one of your biggest challenges growing Shift Digital? So, you know, had we started the business not in COVID time, mm -hmm. maybe my answer might be a little bit different, but we are yes. where we are, right? Yes. So we really started um, ramping up the business around November, December of 2019, mm. you know, guns a blazing. We start 2020, this is going to be our first year and then boom, yeah. right? Yeah. We're one of many that are, that are in the situation. I think what I was able to do was turn that into a positive by taking advantage of online opportunities mm. to network. And I very quickly joined some critical, what I consider to be critical for my yeah. business, networking groups, Centricity, nice. um, New Jersey Association of Women Business Owners. There's just been a, a bunch of groups that have allowed me to anchor down mm -hmm. and spend the time to get to know people and have them get to know me consistently. It's not That's a awesome. networking is not a one-time thing. It's consistent. Yes. Yes. You I have to get it. to know people. You have to be persistent. You have to put yourself out there week after week after yeah. week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The consistency wins the game. I mean, I've been doing this for seven years, and I can tell you, you know, building that over time. Because I remember when I first started, no one knew who I was. And fast forward to seven years, I've built not only relationship business, but friendship. Everybody knows you, Joubert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took seven years to get to that point. <laughs> That's okay. It takes yeah. time. So, so when you ask about one of the biggest challenges, you know, yeah, I couldn't, you know, schedule a meeting and go in and talk mm -hmm. to somebody, but I, I actually feel like I was able to meet more people during this time if, yeah. if you take advantage of what's given to you and I, I think that i've been able to do that you took the negative and turned it into a positive so for congratulations. sure so yeah. that leads me to my next question right with this year being a very different year i, I won't even say challenges it's different uh <laughs> so different <laughs> what has been one of your biggest wins so i think starting to make a name for ourselves. Mm. Um, 
I had a conversation. So we, we had done a video for a, um, a local private school a couple of months ago, and it was a great video. Um, we really enjoyed it. It was super fun. I can share it with you. It was about the virtual grand opening of their athletic center. And the woman called me the other day and said, and this was so fantastic. She was in a brainstorming meeting about another video project that they want for next year. And they were going back and forth and they were talking about, she was telling me the story that they were brainstorming and talking about ideas. And somebody said, you know, we just need something different. We just need, and the, her boss said, we need shift. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) The branding. I was like, yes. So that was so fantastic for me because we're starting to make a name for ourselves and we started from the, you know, we're starting from the ground up and that's a huge win for us. Congratulations. Congratulations. So that takes me to my next question, trying to really understand the inner and outside of your business. So it's you and your partner. How do you guys, what's that internal structure look like? Does he handle more operation and you handle more marketing and sales? How do you guys deal with when there is a, you know, disagreement? I'm curious to kind of see how that business internally works. (laughs) Yeah. So it's very much like a relationship. It's very much like a marriage. Um, The good thing is, is that he and I have been working together for 15 years. And so we have a really good trust uh, with each other and each other's roles. Our business is split pretty much 50-50. So Mm. I'm the networking, um, new business development, marketing, account and project management. I'm the face in front of the clients. Mm -hmm. And then he's more operations, finance, technology. He teaches at Rutgers uh, for, you probably saw that on our bio. So he's the tech guy. As soon as the client starts talking to me about tech, I'm like, Pass it on to him. You got to talk to Brett. <laughs> that's awesome. That's that's good because you guys knew each other for so long. And I think that's a big point for our listener. If you're planning to go in business or you have a business, you have a partner, having that business relationship is like a marriage. It really is. <laughs> and you need that trust. Yeah. Um, you need communication. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are days, probably not many days, but there are days sometimes where maybe we don't even talk or maybe it's a quick mm-hmm. text message. Um, and then there's other days, usually Friday afternoons, we get on the phone and we have, you know, a couple hour conversation where we're just hashing things out Saturday. and brainstorming. There's lots of Saturday, Sunday <laughs> calls and, and meetings, but you know what? It's our own business. So we love it. That's fantastic. So what do you value the most about what you do for your clients? I think that one, I think the best thing that I can bring to the table for our clients is helping them think differently Mm. about how to market themselves. And Mm. that was one of my intentions going into the business, but it's validated when they say it back to me after I have a pitch call with them. After one conversation, somebody would say to me, I love how you made me think differently about this, right? I didn't think about doing that and how that strategy or that conversation might actually help me succeed better here. Are you able to share an example? Yeah. So we just had a conversation recently. Um, My husband put me in touch with uh, another woman owned business. She's a software Mm -hmm. developer. And she thought, he thought that we should chat just because we're, we're both women and we both started our own business and why not? (laughs) And this is going to go into one of the things that you had you're going to ask me after is what's one of the um, best pieces of advice that I can give. And that best piece of advice is going to be always take the meeting. Ah, explain why. I think always take the meeting (laughs) because you never know where Mm -hmm. it's going to lead. 
So I went into this call with this woman thinking, I'm just going to get to know her. She's going to yeah. get to know me. Maybe we'll stay in touch. We'll stay connected on LinkedIn. We probably know some people in common. Mm -hmm. I wasn't planning on selling to her. I wasn't pitching to her, but she started asking me what we did and who we mm -hmm. did it for and the types of projects. And when I started sharing that with her, she said, my wheels are turning. Now I'm starting to think about my business and you've, I've never thought about doing something like that for my business. Can you... Mm -hmm maybe talk to me about what that might look like. How can you potentially help us do that? That's amazing. And for <laughs> me, that's the best thing that I can bring to the table for somebody is that value that I can add is helping them think differently. Even if they never utilize shift, that's okay. Yeah. If I can get them to think differently and, and tie that back to our conversation, that's a huge win for me. I love the fact that you said always takes the meeting. And I can tell you how many deals I've done over the years because I just took the meeting just to build relationship, you know, with no intention to sell, but right. just adding value to that conversation led to opportunities. Yep. So guys, listeners out there, always take the meeting. <laughs> so, so to kind of round things up, uh, how do people get in touch with you? What's the best way if they want to reach out to you and need help or strategy for the brands? Yeah, sure. So I'm always available on LinkedIn. Our website is partner with shift. Dot com and that's shift with a Y. Awesome. And my email is Andrea at partner with shift. So we like to partner with folks. We consider every relationship a partnership. Mm -hmm. um, it's the reason why our website is partner with shift. And I think people will start to remember that when they work with us, it really truly is um, a partnership. And that's, that's what we want out of those relationships that we have with folks. Fantastic. Guys, go to partner with shift with a Y and connect with Andrea on LinkedIn. Thank you again for your time. This was amazing. So many awesome. good added nuggets. So I appreciate this a whole lot. Jill Bear, thank you so much for your time today. It was really awesome chatting with you. And I'm sure I'm going to see you on some upcoming networking meetings. Definitely. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Small Biz Tips. For more, subscribe to our YouTube channel and connect on LinkedIn and Instagram at Jeff Abe Online. And check out our website at www.abrahamglobal.com.